Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. on Metro FM. We'd like to welcome to Fresh Breakfast, Kate Saxton, counselling psychologist. Good morning, Kate. How are you doing? Good morning. Thank you for having us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Kate, what is grief? And why is it important to go through the process of grief? Well, I think, I think grief is, is a reaction to a life event that um, we need to go through in order to move forward. Yes. I think often people say, get over it, move on. You can't. It's something you've got to learn to live with. Mm. And I think from a psychological perspective, there are many stages you have to go through in order to, to process what has happened to, to allow yourself to move move forward in life and start living again. Are you able to quickly, um, or at least as succinctly as possible, give us those stages that are important to go through as you're grieving? Sure, sure. Um, the stages are basically a theoretical basis uh, developed by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, and there were five stages, and it's just a framework of understanding. Yes. The first stage being denial, which allows us to survive in post a loss. Okay. Then we go into once we start to process it, we get very angry. So we move into the anger phase. Post the anger phase, you go into a depressive state and then you go into a kind of bargaining where you're bargaining uh, please, I will do this, I'll do anything to get, get the loved one back. And the final phase, which is often the longest to kind of embrace is the acceptance phase. Mm. Now, how important is it to go through all five? I mean, if for instance you're looking back at a period where you lost someone and you didn't yeah. go through maybe two of them. Um, does yeah. this mean you're not done or those no. are not like they're not cast in stone? And I think they're definitely not cast in stone. As, as with any psychological process, grief is very individual. Yeah. It's based on you. It's based on your circumstances. It's based on the relationship that pre- preceded the event. So there's a lot of things. But these are merely tools we use to understand what we're going through and kind of allow us to accept the process of it mm. rather, than, rather than saying, if you don't go through this, there's something wrong with it. Sure. How advisable is it to involve the kids in your mourning period or in even deciding that I'm moving on now? It's time for, you know, mommy needs a new partner or daddy like a new partner. Yeah, absolutely. How important think, is it? I think it's very important. I think you've got to remember that Kids understand things on a different level. Obviously, it'll be age-appropriate. So talk to them in a manner that, that's appropriate to their age, to their understanding, to their acceptance. If a stranger is brought into their environment without their grasping what this is about and having some form of understanding and having allowed them to process the death of a loved one, it can be very confusing for them. Mm. So I think it's imperative that it is discussed with them in, in subtle ways. Kate Mpo here. In terms of involving Hi. other people in a relationship, say I've moved on, I've yes. spoken to my kids and everyone is on the same page, but this okay. new partner who sort of has to deal with a partner who is no longer there and you know there are certain moments where i'm dealing with the memory of a lover who has passed on how important is it to remain honest about my emotions with my new partner absolutely and i think that's that's an incredibly tricky one 
because how honest are you being with your own feelings? Mm. Um, and I think that's often hard to accept where, where you're at because there's often a stage where you want to rush into a new relationship to fill that void, mm. which means that you're not ultimately ready. But in terms of transparency, in terms of a new relationship, I think it's also, again, a vital key. You need to be honest with where you're at because if you can't be 100% in the relationship, should you really be in the relationship? Mm. And and if if this relationship is just in the bad case, they need to understand where you are and and work, walk the journey with you. If that makes sense. Mm. I always ask this question because um, I found that it sometimes helps a lot to write yeah. things down. Write how you know keep a journal of how you're feeling. Absolutely. Would you advise Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I think that's a fundamental tool and a, a tool. A life tool in many respects. I think journaling and writing down one's feelings and capturing things often allows us to release on a level that um, allows us to process things better. So we're kind of purging our feelings out onto a page, which allows us to let them go in some way. Mm. It also allows us to put it out there and make better sense of it. So journaling, I, I always advise. And finally, is there really such a thing as closure? I think closure is a difficult word. I think closure is acceptance. Yeah. It's not me. It's there's no such thing as okay, it's over now. It's in the past. It's, it's not it's a door. No, it's not a door that closes. Yeah. Mm. Because I think life moves on, and but that memory will always be with you. So sure. the grief will always be with you but in varied levels of intensity. Mm. There will be stages five years down the line that suddenly you get this intense feeling of grief again. And you're thinking, what's wrong? Have I not processed it? But is that not normal? Because this person was a fundamental part of your life. And, you know, loss is part of life, but you need to move forward and live with it. Not, Not forget that it happened. Kate Saxton, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. Um, Always appreciated. Thank you very much. That was Kate Saxton, counseling psychologist. Uh, Mm. Do you think she's laughing at uh, me saying infinite wisdom? Mm. (laughs) She's wise. Fresh breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5 to 8 a.m. on Metro FM.